Breakfast Morning Show, The Breakfast Club. What you laughing about already, man? Man, do the show. What you laughing about? Start it over, man. I'm a happy guy. You interrupted me. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Ambi. Charlemagne the Guy. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. Yes, it's Wednesday hump day, middle of the week. Yes, it is, man. Unusually warm. This time of year. No, it's not. It's freezing outside. What I do don't you? find it freezing. Not it's to mention it's going to be 65. Well, we're in the New Jersey, Saturday. New York tri state area. 20 degrees today. What are you no, talking it's about? Not. Yeah, it's, free, it's actually freezing yes, it outside. They said oh, yesterday it like rained and they said everything froze this morning. My car, so my, they said be careful driving because of ice. My car said 42 degrees this morning. Your car no, is definitely not wrong. What is, what, what's, what's the temperature right now? It's like 20 something degrees. Look it up, somebody. Yeah, it was. it's 29 in Jersey, 34 mm-hmm. right now in New York. Hey, don't feel like it. It's cold. Ain't no windshield factor. No, it's cold out there today. Maybe it's your hair. Maybe it's it's supposed to snow today, too. Maybe it's the fake toupee that you've been wearing since last year. No fake toupee. I just brushed it, too. No fake toupee. I can tell. It looks a little shifted. It looks a little to the left, to the left. Anyway. All the weave you own in the box to the left. Just shut up. Now, um, all day yesterday, I've been getting a bunch of calls about Charlemagne's uh, ass. Yes, Charlemagne's butt. Ah, because you gave me a butt on uh, air yesterday. Why are people so concerned about that? It was on air. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, people are concerned. They they have well, questions. Well, you know, it's all about me and my ass. It's always usually about me, right? You know, but yes. today it's just all about. <laughs> today, yesterday was all about me and my ass. Yes, and people yes, had yes. people had questions. What did your dad say? Your dad sent oh, you yes. a very interesting text. Now that was a very interesting text. Let me read me it. Me and Papa Envy got to talk about this. Let me read it. Okay. Oh, wait, let me get to it. Let me get to it. Uh, mm-hmm. Give me a second. Hold on. This is DJ Envy's father. Who sent the text? Uh, so yesterday he was listening yes. to the radio, and mm-hmm. I guess he heard the part where Charlemagne uh, gave me uh, his ass. And yes. if you don't know, Charlemagne made a, a mold of his butt. Now, how he made the mold of the butt, I don't want to know. But he made a mold of the butt, Does it put matter? it in a box, wrapped it up, and gave it to me for Christmas. Courtesy of Doc Johnson. Courtesy of Doc Johnson. And yes. We're actually going to put it in the wall. We'll put it on the wall. So, you know, in Apollo, you got to rub the log. Yeah. So now when you well, walk into the studio, you got to slap Charlotte. Well, I got to take it to the Godfather, Elvis Duran, first. He wants to bless it. Uh, he, he sent the message See, yesterday. Bring that ass to me this morning. So I got to bring it to him. So yesterday, my dad texted me and says, Charlemagne is gay. No two ways about it. Okay, well, let's talk and about that. And then I replied, what did I reply, Dramos? He is. <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about that, Papa Envy. He said he was gay, so what? It, 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 now, did you see your son, though, Papa Envy? What did, what did you, I do? Did you see your son take that lotion and slap it up, flip it, and rub oh, it man. down on that ass? Did you see your son putting his thumb in that 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 mold of my ass? So what does that make your son? I had to pick it up. <laughs> I had to pick up the oh, mold. Oh, really? With your yes. thumb? Well, how else do I pick Why, up? Did you, so you, you, that's how you pick up ass? By putting your thumb in it and then lifting it up with your thumb? That's what huh? Future tells you to do. Oh, okay. Well, Future's been steering a lot of people wrong. Oh, my me. goodness. All right. So I got a lot of calls today. But like, why would Charlemagne give you his ass? Why not? It's like, how did he mold it? Did he sit down and let him mold his butt? I'm like, I don't know. Yes. You got to ask him. It's a reimagining of my ass. 
Okay, it can be whatever you want it to be. All right. Oh, oh my son thinks it's just us. Well, me too. Well, who, who does he think sus is then? <laughs> Meaning DJ Sus One. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> when you when you when you get calls from Sus on your phone, who does he think that is? Me? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe you might think it's you. He's like, Dad, you guys are DJ Sus One is the DJ here in New York. Uh, by the way, did you have to explain that? I mean, we are a nationally okay. syndicated morning show. We did pick up like twenty new markets. Sus is big out there, DJ from. Stop it. You know what? Okay. Let's get the show cracking. I don't assume things. Front page news. What we talking about, Yeezy? Well, let's talk about Iran attacks on bases that are housing U.S. troops in Iraq. Okay. We'll get into that when we come back. Get your ass up. Why would I have to say ass? Get up. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. No. (laughs) Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, uh, the Dallas Cowboys officially hire Mike McCarthy as their head coach. We talked about yesterday. yesterday. Talk about the Giants hiring um, Joe Judge. Yeah, uh, the New York Giants signed the New England Patriots wide receiver coach. Yeah, the guy that used to get the water for people um, is the Giants' new head coach. He used to get the water for Bill Belichick and the rest of the coaching staff. Yo, the Patriots had the worst receiving core like last year. Like, that's probably the, 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 the worst part of their whole team. And that's what you hire? The wide receiver coach for the New England Patriots? Maybe the Giants know something that you don't, sir. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe. Who else? What else are talking about? Maybe they know that the stupid-ass fans will be there regardless of who they got coaching that team. Well, everybody's waiting to see how things are going to escalate. Now, Iran has attacked uh, some housing bases for U.S. troops, and that was in Iraq, two Iraqi military bases. And that is days after Donald Trump, of course, ordered a strike that killed Iran's top general, Soleimani. And right now, a U.S. official did tell CNN that there were no initial reports of any U.S. casualties. They said the attack was between 1.45 a.m. and 2.45 a.m. It was 22 missiles. Apparently, they gave them a heads up ahead of time, so everybody had managed to get in the bunkers and get away before the missiles What do you mean everybody strike? get my heads up? I was confused. Did Iran give them a heads up? We're going to shoot these missiles right now? Or I think did the it's, radars it's, pick it's it up? meant to be a slap on the wrist. So I guess basically this is a slap showing that we can't attack your bases. We can't do what we want to do. It's a kind of more of a warning. But we knew that, though. Like, like why, 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 was there ever a question that Iran mm-hmm. couldn't attack U.S. bases? Well, no, but I guess they're saying they will right now. And so everybody's waiting to see what's going to happen next. Will the United States step it up? Because Iran is now also warning that if there is any retaliation, then they would bomb Israel and Dubai as well. Now, Trump tweeted out all is well. Missiles launched from Iran at two military bases located in Iraq. Assessment of casualties and damages taking place now. So far, so good. We have the most powerful and well-equipped military anywhere in the world by far. I will be making a statement tomorrow morning. Why would they fire warning shots after their guy? I just got killed, though. It like, almost seems like they have to, like, they got to retaliate, so they have to say it's revenge, but they don't necessarily want to go to war, so it's almost like, we're going to fire these missiles, just so you know, we retaliated. That's what it seems so like. So Donald Trump knocked, but Iran didn't really book. Correct. Oh. That's exactly what it sounds okay. like to me. Well, it's a direct challenge to Donald Trump. There's all kinds of warnings right now. For instance, the Screen Actors Guild buildings in L.A. and New York are on high alert. There's been some phone threats, and they said one was related to Donald Trump and U.S. tensions with Iran. And according to uh, law enforcement sources, they're saying someone called the SAG offices, that's the Screen Actors Guild offices in Manhattan, afternoon and threatened an attack saying something like, I'm going to blow up the L.A. and New York SAG offices. So now they're on high alert. They did do some sweeps of those buildings. They found no explosives as of now, but obviously a lot of places are on high alert. Why would they blow up the SAG office? Like, listen, Donald Trump is the most branded president of all time. Like, y'all better stay away from Trump hotels. And apparently Donald Trump has also got a 60-second ad for the Super Bowl. 
And uh, Bloomberg, the former mayor of New York, who's also running for president, also spent $10 million to get a 60-second ad for his Super Bowl as well. I mean, smart. Some millions of, tens of millions of Americans will be watching the Super Bowl. It's like the highest-rated event every year. It is. Why wouldn't you run an ad during that if you're running for president? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning, or maybe you just want to vent or express some positivity. I'm mad that my gift wasn't uh, reciprocated well by the person I gave it to. I was expecting, you know, a beige ass with some beige balls to be given to me this morning. And what? Can't say balls. Since when you can't say balls? We're talking about actual... Man, nobody, you made that up just now. I, 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 I didn't say no sexual act or nothing. You made that up, Drum. Well, talk people, about his private parts. Well, I was, exp- I was expecting to get a beige uh, derriere and uh, some beige <laughs> testicles. Oh, shut up. Okay, <laughs> given to me this morning. And then it would be like a Chanel love bracelet, and then like we could be like butt buddies. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be butt buddies so bad, that would be dope? <laughs> Yo, you know what? You don't think that would be dope? Get it off your chest. Call us now. I don't want to be butt buddies with you, man. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. You already are. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's Quest. What's good, Envy? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest, bro. Hey, Charlamagne there. I'm right here, my brother. What's happening, King? Hey, how you gonna talk about Envy believing in uh, Santa Claus when you're believing in the Cowboys your whole life? That wow, is true. That wow. is true. At least we've seen the Cowboys. We know they exist. They suck, but they exist. Hey, you know what? Y'all got our old coach. I'm a Packers fan, so y'all have fun with McCarthy. <laughs> we'll see what happens. All hey, right. Uh, one, more, uh, one more thing, man. Um, I don't know about that gift you gave uh, Envy yesterday. That's kind of <laughs> suspect, but you've been hearing that uh, for a long time. Why is it hey, suspect? What do you mean, why is it suspect? Come on, man. It's either gay or it's not. It can't be suspect. What's suspect about it? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> hey, but I, I really got a question for Envy, though. Envy, you ain't keep that thing, did you? Of course. You got it right here. No, I did not. We're going to hang it on the wall, though. So, you know, like, you know, in the Apollo, you know, you got to rub the log before you perform. We're going to make people slap it when they come in and do interviews. Envy needs motivation, oh, bro. I'm just in here trying to motivate my team. No, I, I can't even come up there no more just because you said that, bro. <laughs> Damn, you ain't going to slap the ass? Bro, well, when has he been up here? I don't know. He's going to come up here, though. Somebody can't come up here no more. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up, Envious Mello? How you feeling? Mello, what's up, bro? Yo, you killed it last night, man. Yo, game winner at the at the foul line, they, they should have doubled me, man. They, they definitely should have double teamed you. What's going on, though? Get off your <laughs> chest. All right, man. I'm, I'm very disappointed in Charlemagne, man. Very disappointed. Why? What'd he do? Because, first of all, I'm not even disappointed that you gave Envy your ass. I was actually very creative and very thoughtful. Probably nobody in the history of the world ever done that. I'm a thoughtful but person. You are endangering. You are endangering the association known as the faithful black male community, man. How, How? dare you, this married man? How dare you? Listen, I wasn't flirting with him. I think he was. That's just like the new, new Chanel love bracelet, <laughs> right? Instead of, instead, of, instead of giving Envy a love bracelet, I gave him my butt. Uh, I expected him to give me his butt in return, and I thought this we would be crazy. butt buddies. But, yeah. you know, he's, he's, he's buckling to all the homophobia out there, and he doesn't <laughs> want to return the favor. It's not even homophobia. That man is married, man. Black men don't cheat. Why I'm not cheating. That wasn't it's cheating. You're seducing this man. I'm seducing him. Seducing him. Yeah, he's seducing me. I'm seducing him. Well, I can't make Envy do anything he doesn't want to do. My goodness, stop seducing (laughs) me, man. I'm tired of you. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on? This is Nick. Uh, And for me, what's going on? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. 
envy, man. I'm disappointed <laughs> in you, man. Disappointed in me? Yeah, man. Why first you dis- it was dildos, now it's all remaining butt. What's going on? Hold on. First it was what? What was the first one? It was dildos. You can say envy without saying dildos. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. I like that. You're right. That's, that's <laughs> that's, is that all you got this no, morning? No, he's got a point. First it was envy with the nine and a half inch dildo. Now it's Charlemagne's butt. You're synonymous with those two things. <laughs> My goodness. Great. Hello. Who's this? Yo, it's John. What's up, envy? How you doing? John, what up? Get it off your chest, bro. I got a question for Charlamagne. How you doing, King? You mean like Wendy Williams, how you doing? Or like how you doing, how I'm feeling? <laughs> what you talking about? You didn't, you didn't hear me put no overemphasis in my mind. You're right, you're right. Hey, you doing, peace, King? King. What's happening, King? You good? Oh, my goodness. All right, sir. Hey, Angela, how you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? That, that's good, that's good. I'm great, I'm great. Charlamagne, real quick question. I yes, sir. For two days, I asked you this question, too, so. Talk to me. You will bring, bring envy your ass to work, but... uh. I got, a, I got a question regarding one of these guys on Love & Hip Hop. I don't watch uh, Love & Hip Hop, but I'll try to answer your question. Either. I don't either. My wife watches it, and I just happen to hear this guy always spazzing out and tricking on people and stuff. What? Uh, he's a gay guy on there. You know who that is, Angela, on Love & Hip Hop? Why you ask Charlamagne Wait, about Wait, which, which Love & Hip Hop? The New York one. All right, but go ahead. This he's is tricking great. on people. Who's that? Okay, so check this out. We all believe in bro code. Envy, Charlemagne, yes. I, 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 it depends. I, 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 yeah, it depends. I don't know where you, I don't know where you going with this first. <laughs> if, you, if, you got, if you got a gay guy, but he's breaking bro code, do you whoop his ass? And if you whoop his ass, is it a hate crime? What is he doing to break bro code though? Like, what do you call breaking Selling bro code? On you? Not telling on me. I'm saying this is off love and hip hop. My wife watching. <laughs> I just hear the guy on there always just telling on people and stuff. Oh, I get what you're saying. Just strict, just strict bro code violations. But he's a man. He's just gay. Yeah, I'm too grown to be putting my hands on people, so no, nah, I'm not putting my hands on them. Gay or straight. Okay, but if, if you were to... <laughs> if you were to... Would it, would, it, would, it, would it be considered a hate crime because he's breaking broco? Um, I guess it would depend how you tried to spin it. I mean, it's, it's your intention matters. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you beat right. him up because he was gay, yes, it's a hate crime. But if you beat him up just because he was running his mouth and telling your business, that's not a hate crime. That's just you disciplining another human. Get it off your chest. I think you're looking too deep into it, bro. 800-585-105. You're looking at my butt. Oh, my goodness. 800-585-1051. <laughs> Hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, peace and blessings, world. How you guys doing, man? Hey, we ain't hear from you in a minute. Hey, man, happy New Year. Happy man. New Year to you, bro. Here, happy New Year, Sean Stone. Stone. A.K.A. Porter Party hey. Guy. You survived, you survived the New Year, huh? After Trav, yes, sir. After Trav ethered you. After Trav did what? Ethered you. Ether. E- ether that's, that's, that make your soul burn slow. Nah, nah, nah. I'm the voice note king, by the way, man. I send you a new voice note, Charlamagne, in the Breakfast Club AM, man. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I got hey. you marked as spam, so I didn't get it. Yo, oh, my goodness. yo can, can I ask you a quick question, Charlamagne? Sure. What, what's up with this uh, giving envy this 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 gift, man? What's wrong with giving? Are, are you trying? Are you trying to tell the world that you bisexual or something, man? Like, what's nah. going on? If I was bisexual, I would just tell the world because that's just the type of person I am. I was just giving my brother a gift in the whole nine. That's all. You thought you thought that was a good gift, though. I thought it was an amazing gift. It was very nah, thoughtful. It, it, it wasn't. Very and, unique. And envy. Yes. And envy. Yes. What's up, what's up with you? 
put your hand in, in, in the booty, man. You know, your homophobia is what caused you to lose that rap battle against Trav. Your homophobia is exactly why Trav busted your ass. That's exactly why Trav busted your ass, because of your homophobia. You still homophobic in 2020. Oh, my goodness. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up, Envy? Hey! Hi, Trav. What's up, Trav? How are you? You know what? I don't know if I want to speak to Envy this morning, Yee. Why? I don't know if I want to speak to him. I don't know if I want to speak to Charlemagne either. I hear, I hear the bitterness well, you in can, your you voice. Well, you can talk to me, Trav. What's the matter, Trav? No, Yee, let me tell you what happened yesterday. Yee, I was minding my business, right? Uh-oh. And I done known Charlemagne now for like a good few years, and he ain't never gave me his butt. First of all, uh, if I if I gave that is true. if point. I gave you my butt, uh, you would take it a little bit too serious, Trav. <laughs> okay, if I gave you if I gave you a mold of my butt, then I I'm, it might be some truth to these gay rumors about me. Okay. <laughs> hey man, y'all is hilarious, bro. But no, seriously, I I have to come up there and, and feel that butt. I'm gonna see how I feel. How I feel it is. <laughs> it's like, jiggling, baby. Go ahead, baby. <laughs> Yo, Yee. Yes, I'm sir. I'm pulling up on you on your birthday for your birthday tomorrow. What'd you say? I said, I'm actually pulling up on you at your birthday party tomorrow. Oh, you coming to the Bronx? Yeah, I'm coming to the Bronx. Okay, there's another birthday party next week, so you got to come to that too. Say, say less, say less. Can I say something about George Lopez right quick? Who? And thank you for my um, present, by the way, Travis. Thank you. Uh, Trav. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yes. Um, <laughs> I hope you liked it. I hope you liked it. Did y'all get y'all gift, um, Charlemagne and Envy? What gift? What gift? Oh. I got something for y'all tomorrow. Don't worry about it. Uh-oh. Don't try to top me, Trav. Top him. Because <laughs> you know him. I'm the top of all tops. Top his ass. <laughs> my goodness. All right, goodbye, Trav. You guys play too much. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now we got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, YG. He has a huge loss. He had to report $400,000. We'll tell you what happened. All right, we'll get into that. Next, keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Angie Martinez. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, we're very happy to see that Angie Martinez is back at work. Now, she came back to work yesterday. And she, uh, and I'm sure you guys have been watching her un- Untold Stories of Hip Hop also. Mm-hmm. She posted, came back to work after two months and there's a new sculpture outside. I feel like it was put here for me. And she took a picture on Instagram so you guys can go and like that. It's a butterfly. Mm-hmm. And she's standing in front of it. But she did detail what happened during her car accident that had her out of work for all this time. Here's what she said. I was swerving out of the way um, to miss another car, and my car flew over a wall, like a ten. It was like a ten foot wall. And the car dropped down, straight down. Luckily, I had my seatbelt on. It was the daytime. So the, um, the car was ten feet in the air. Like Dukes of Hazard, like in the Get air, flew down, here. straight down. Yeah, and uh, into some trees. So they had to cut the trees to get me out of the car. And then I've been for the past two months in recovery. To fast forward, I had a fractured vertebrae shattered. The whole vertebrae was like in this one part, L1 shattered. So they had to put something in my back. Angie Martinez is a radio legend, queen of all queens. I'm so happy she's still here with us. I'm happy she's still here to tell her story. I adore that woman. And FYI, when is the Angie Martinez movie happening based off her book, My Voice? Like that is the 90s story that needs to be told. One of y'all production companies need to step up and turn that into a movie. 
Yeah, I'm sure she's working on that. And so I'm really happy to have her back. And she did, did say it was fortunate that she did have her seatbelt on. And she said it is a miracle. She's been in physical therapy. She said that every day is still hard for her. She said that's the thing you get a little better. And she also did say traveling through airport security, she doesn't know if she's going to set off the alarm. I should have stayed. Wow. I, I wanted to stay here yesterday to say what's up to Angie, but I had to get home to the kids. I I, I want to pull up on Angie, but you know, you don't want to bother people. Yeah. She, you know it's what her first day back. I thought about it, too. I thought about just staying just to say, hey, we love you, but first day back. Yeah, but even I mean, even just pulling up, you know, to go see her at the crib or something, it's mm -hmm. like, yo, you don't want to bother her. Right. Rehab is a tough thing. It's it a is. process. Like, mm -hmm. you might be wanting to sleep all day that day that Somebody I got time to come over. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, now, Harvey Weinstein, we've been talking about him because, you know, his first day of his New York criminal trial was on Monday, and at that same time, they did also announce new sexual assault charges against him in L.A. Well, what they are saying is that these new L.A. sexual assault charges could impact this trial in New York. It'll impact the jury selection because they want to have to interview the jurors, and they have to tell the truth about whether or not they heard about the new charges. Also, these charges in L.A. could legitimize that New York case, so people will be thinking, well, it didn't happen just here, so that must be something. And they also are concerned that the timing of when they announced these L.A. charges, they could have announced it at any time. They waited till the New York trial just started and uh, got underway in order to do that. But, you know, he's going to have to go to L.A. after the New York trial. If he gets convicted here, he still has to go to L.A. and worry about his case there. They could either proceed in L.A., they could wait for sentencing, or after he's sentenced, they could do what's called a writ to try to bring him to California custody. So, and who's telling Harvey Weinstein to play hurt? Like, like that walker is not going to work. Like that playing hurt going to court is not going to work. Somebody but, tell maybe people to feel sorry for him, no. especially jurors. And you know he got in trouble in court yesterday with his phone. Listen, yeah, he kept using his phone. He kept while using he was his in phone. Court. They took two phones. He, he he handed in two phones, and I guess he had a third device, and he was texting, and the judge I heard wild out on him. Listen, nobody has sympathy for you when you're on trial for violent, heinous crimes like rape, because like, nobody's thinking about. It. If you're hurt, because they're thinking about all the people you possibly hurt. So stop it. All right. Well, jury selection does uh, continue this week, and they expect that will last for two weeks. And then um, if there's no delays, the opening statement should start on January 22nd. All right. YG, over $400,000 in jewelry was stolen from him. And cops are trying to figure out what happened. He did file a police report on Monday that was for grand theft. He said he actually had left that in his hotel room at the London and... That is missing. They said no suspects have been identified in the case yet. He said he noticed the missing valuables on January 1st, but he didn't end up making that official report until Monday. Mm -hmm. the, the London don't got no safe, King? Like, right. the London don't got no safe? I don't have nowhere near $400,000 in jewelry. I got about $400 worth of jewelry, and I put it in the safe if I'm somewhere. You, you know, know what? Sometimes I don't, I don't know if I would leave that jewelry in the room either. Sometimes a lot of people don't like to put things in the safe because they feel like they anybody can, can get it. into it. Anybody has the key for it. So a lot of people like to hide it in their luggage or socks or Yeah, but most of these safes in these the hotels got the digital codes. So you can put the digital codes in. Yeah, but people, they got access to it. If you ever forget your code, they can get into it. It's not that hard to get into the, oh. to, to that safe. Well, that's safer than just leaving it lying around in the hotel mm. unlocked. Right. All right. Now, 2 Chains has a compilation album coming out. He posted, I might have been quiet for the tail end of last year, but really been working. My biggest goal this year is to change someone else's life. I'm excited to present No Face, No Case. So he's going to have all of his true artists on that compilation album. So you guys can look for that to happen. I love, okay. the, I love the intention behind that because that's the same thing I'm always on. Who can I empower? Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, 2 Chains is already 2 Chains. He's established. So going into the new decade, who who can you empower? Who can you make a star? Which is dope. I like that intention. Mm -hmm. 2 Chains. Drop on a clues, Bonds for Titty. Two necklace.
It's Titty Boy. Or Titty Two Necklace. Depends how far back you go. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now we got front page news. Next, what are we talking about? Yes, imagine you go to work and you don't get paid, and you don't know if you will get paid at all. We'll tell you what employees are having that issue. All right, and also next hour, Little Mo will be joining us. We'll kick it with Little Mo. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now in sports, the Giants signed New England pa- New England Patriots wide receiver coach Joe Judge. Yeah, how Joe Judge get a job over Marvin Lewis or Kansas City Chiefs uh, offensive coordinator Eric? Um, I can't remember his last name. What's his last name? Eric. Eric Bieniemy. How, how he get a job over those two qualified black brothers? Okay, the Rooney Rule is a joke. All right, the Rooney Rule is, is, the, is the rule that you know they have to interview a minority. Or like a coaching position. I haven't seen a black coach hired yet. And it's way, you can't tell me that it's not black coaches that are more qualified than the the, the guy that used to teach the punters for the New England Patriots. No, he didn't teach he the He was the punting punters. coach, right? No, he's wide receiver coach. What else What else we talking about, Ye? Well, a 93-year-old man was very upset about flooding and water damage in his apartment yeah, in Las this. Vegas. So you know what he did? He actually went and shot somebody from the uh, residential complex's office. The management team, yeah. Now tell yeah. me more. I gotta hear both sides. I need to hear both sides fully before. He's like well, what, he's 93, he's 93, 93 years old. So he's fed up. He's tired of being here. Right. Been here with also, they're saying it all could his be friends due dead, to all mental, his family dead. mental issues because of his age as well. Robert Thomas, he's now been charged with attempted murder, kidnapping, discharging a firearm within a structure, burglary with a firearm, and carrying a concealed weapon without a permit. That's according to records. They have surveillance video that was released by the Vegas Metropolitan Police Department and it shows him pulling a Glock 9 handgun out of his coat while talking to two employees inside the office, and that's when he fires a shot randomly in the office. He gave him he gave him time because he pulled the gun out, and he had he looked at it like, should I cock it? And he cocked the gun. Then he shot him, but this, it wasn't sad, but I felt a little bad because when the police came, they threw him on the floor clay, crazy. Oh, did he still have the gun in his hand? I don't know, but he's 93 years old, so when they threw him on the floor, it just looked, right, it just no, looked I don't crazy. care how old you are. You got that gun in your hand, you're armed and they dangerous. They threw him on the floor. We're not thinking about your age. Put him in a dope fiend. I'm like, man. You're 93, you're grandpa, armed and dangerous. Man. We just saw you shoot somebody. We got to protect ourselves. Well, Robert Thomas said, I didn't want to hurt the guy. I just wanted to screw him up a little. Did the guy, did he kill anybody? No. Mm-mm. I think he shot him in the leg. Did he mean to shoot him? Because yes. he's old now. He, no, he so that arthritis and that shaking could have no. been happening. No. He uncocked that gun. He could have just accidentally let it fire. Well, <laughs> the employee did sustain oh my God. two gunshot wounds, and he was treated at a hospital. They I'm, do expect that he will recover. I'm looking at his mugshot. That has to be the oldest mugshot ever. Yes. <laughs> he's 93, and the cops threw him on the floor. I felt bad. But I don't feel sorry for him. I, I get it. I understand. The law is the law, The law is the man. law. All right? <laughs> and Grandpa. <laughs> okay. He, he's tired of being there. All his friends dead. He's been listening to that little Uzi song. All my friends are dead. All his family gone. Like, he ain't got time for this no more. All right. Now, imagine you're working at Barney's and you don't know if you're going to get paid. Well, they're saying that there was a cyber attack on the system that's in charge of of their payments. And so employees didn't get paid last week. They said people just stopped coming to work. They're already doing this whole liquidation sale. And I actually went to Barney's one day. It looked awful inside. If you ever go to Barney's. I was like, let me see if I can catch like an amazing deal on some brand name stuff and they did not have anything good in that store. Mad people there. Yeah. Mad people. I thought Barney's was closed down already. No. Nah, they're, they're doing a liquidation, liquidation sale. sale. The first liquidation sale in, on uh, Fifth Avenue. So they, know, they're trying to get everything out of there. That means they're trying to get everything out of there. Eighty percent off on things, sixty percent off on things. But it's nothing good and it's not, for, and some of that stuff is, like anything that's decent isn't really 
that markdown. What's yeah. going already? Yeah, I don't go chasing Barney's. I stick to the targets and the Walmarts that I'm used to. I went to Barney's one time in my life for a pair of $2,000 jeans. I wore them to the iHeartRadio Music Awards one time and took them right back that Monday. You the reason they closing it. Hey. People well, like you. not hey. only do these employees not know when they're going to get paid, even though some people are saying, well, they're going to... Uh, somehow get their payroll done next week. They said managers have been doing things like buying lunch for the staff, but they also are worried about if they're going to get severance pay at all because of bankruptcy, and they also want to make sure their 401ks are still safe. Damn. Did you snort? I did. I thought that's hilarious. <laughs> Wrong picture. I mean, I like, I, like, I like managers like that. I like managers that know, look, you may not be getting paid, but I'm going to buy you a sandwich. Yeah, no, nah, there was a lot of things there. there and was, those um, managers probably aren't getting paid either, so yeah. everybody's not. Yeah, there's, there was shoes for women. There's, there's a lot of stuff in there. That, when Trust we went me, in there I went and maybe I went too late. Yeah, maybe you went too late. Because I was like, oh, I was walking past it and I saw a li- liquidation sales. So I was like, let me go inside. It was very disappointing. Well, I'll tell you who got everything you need. Target, goddammit. Okay, I went to Target right before vacation and got me a bunch of good fella t-shirts and some socks and some drawers. Target got everything you need. Booming in Target. My goodness. All right. Well, that is front page news. Now, when we come back, Little Mo will be joining us. Little Mo. I love talking to Little Mo because Little Mo don't give a damn. She does. And she's been going through a lot, so we're going to kick it with yeah, her when we come back. Yeah, she's been very honest about it. I saw on social media she wrote that post mm-hmm. about her opioid addiction. Yeah, the so opioid we got to talk to her about that. She's been dealing with some alleged abuse in her. Is she still married? We've got to yeah. find out when we come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. Yes. Our first guest in 2020, Little Mo. Happy New Year. Little Mo, happy new decade. Happy new yes, year. I made it. No, well, made it. We are very happy to see you. Yeah. And you've had a lot going on this past year that we had no idea because I look at you as such a strong woman. Yeah. And I see you all the time and you're very vocal about things. Yeah. So I think it was a shock to a lot of people that you, when you were very honest about kicking this opioid addiction. Yeah. And also having to get out of a toxic relationship. Yeah. Because y'all know I came here last year. So this time last year I was here <sighs> promoting marriage boot camp. Mm-hmm. And of course I was with my now ex. But Did y'all get con- married? Yeah, we were really married. So you were with your husband at the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But You're not you saying know, his name or I mean I can, but I don't give free shout outs. And with that, it's just because like <laughs> I because like we have no communication, no nothing. I have a PFA. PFA is protection from abuse in the state of Pennsylvania. So mm-hmm. I don't want to give him any type of power or leeway mm-hmm. over me anymore. So, but what happened? So but even when we was here so last long. year, we wasn't together. Really? But it was just like we had to promote the show. But it's, oh, so y'all had issues yeah. then? Yeah. So what and, happened? So what happened? Because, I mean, I've known you for years, and I was, yeah. y'all came to my and house, like, y'all was swimming in my pool. And... Before we came to your house with the kids, we was fighting at the mall. Mm. And he kept on saying, I'm not going. I said, well, I'm going, and we're going to take these kids because... I love being around y'all. Y'all are family. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, nah, we going. And he was trying to give me some stress about that. Mm-hmm. But why he, didn't, why he didn't want to go to Envy Hub? I don't know. He just stupid. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Tired of seeing Envy flex on Instagram. <laughs> nah. Should have put pressure on it. They supported me, it whatever was, I did. Show up to everything. But yeah. it was just like, honestly, anytime it became something with family or if I really wanted to do something to go somewhere, it was like that resistance was there. And I'm just like, okay, I get it. I guess it's like, it's like hard to explain. Now that I'm looking back, it's like a jealousy thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. You think things I weren't happening that. for him the way that he wanted them to, so he felt like you were making all these moves and... I put him in position that he should have been bigger than what he was. Right. Even with him being a boxer. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, 
why are you not where Javante is? And I know Javante, I did his first interview. I've known them since they were little. Mm -hmm. So to see them come, I'm like, yo, bro, you at 19, 19 and all, whatever it is. And he's like right behind you. Don't let these pass you. Mm -hmm. And he let everybody pass them. I'm not coming in last place for nobody. Right. Well, well, let me Philly. push back a little bit. Uh -huh. I think you could have been a little bit more supportive as opposed to I saying, was way, way why too is this person passed you? How can we get so, to this level? Because of the environment that he's from, if I try to say, hey, babe, maybe you should, that ain't gonna, that ain't gonna work. That's the reason why he was doing what he was doing to me anyway. Which was what? That spit on me. That used to call me all type of you stupid bitch. Like, and it's one thing to say that when you having sex or whatever, but it's one thing when you mean that your kids is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel yeah. me? So what was the and, last draw? What was the, what was the thing that said, you know what, this is enough? Yeah, when he spit on me. That was August 26th. Actually, we came here after that, but I, the last draw, when I, when I left for good, good, was in March of 2019. Mm. Um, my kids had just went to school, so it was like 10 o'clock in the morning, and he just started wilding. And I was like, I, I was like, I think you high, you drunk, or like you wild. And I know you was with a bitch. You don't even have to tell me. She don't have to leave no perfume or hair on you. I can feel your spirit, my right. Mo, and so, they were, and you they know I'm so hooked. I'm laughing when Mo said <laughs> he spit on me, he called me all type of names. It's cool when you're having sex, but you know when you. Oh, <laughs> I did not think that. I didn't need that explanation. I know what the going on. When ass, Charlemagne gave me his ass as a Christmas gift. Oh, I touched the Okay. All good. I, I was like, I thought it was a joke, but I was like, no, that's really the mold of his ass. But anyway, it was like the last, last rose, like once my kids went to school. And I know they could tell stuff was going on. You could feel the toxicity. And I didn't used to hate going home. And I knew the amount of uh, opioids that I was taking just to start my day. Mm. I was just like, nah, this this not me. So I, those two things really went hand in hand. That yeah, then I woke up that morning. It was like, once it was like 10 o'clock, I can't fight him because he's a professional boxer. He's that right. fight his ass. So yeah, he could punch yeah, yeah. you with five pounds of pressure. You be sleep. Mm -hmm. So all I remember was he told me he was like, he was acting like he was gonna spit on me again. I said, yo, we not doing that. Like, I will f you up in this house. And I knew as long as I was on the first level, somebody under us could hear us, because we had a condo in Philly. And surely enough, somebody said this disturbance going um, on upstairs. And my father, my father-in-law at the time kept on saying, Cynthia, just calm down. Mm -hmm. I was like, why do I always have to be the one that calmed down? He come in anytime he want, do whatever he want. I'm not calm. Like I say in the set up like, no, I'm not calming down. Right. Enough is a enough. And so I was like, I'll blow your head off. I'll throw you over this balcony. I'll kill your dad. So I was just like, you know what? I was acting like I was going to call somebody and he grabbed my phone, threw it at the wall and went and punched the wall. And I was just like, yo, if I could get this door open, I'm out. And I ran. And my, my manager, who was my manager, he's my manager now. His name is Wu. He was on house arrest. So I ran to his house. I said, because I know ain't you know nobody. He home. Yeah, he home. <laughs> and I know ain't nobody going to pull up. First of all, you don't know where he's hiding at. And you're not going to pull up on him. Right. And surely enough, that's who saved my life. Where were the kids? School. They okay. were at school, yeah. Yeah, and this was in March, so they had April, May, June. They still, I took them out. I didn't let them go to, I think their last day of school was like June 3rd. I purposely kept them out the day before and then took them to Maryland, and they've been happy ever since. I feel so bad because, like, you know, I, I met Dynamite, and he seemed like such a cool dude. So it's yeah. like there's something else going on with him. Like, it's... You mentioned drugs, like what is the mental? I believe it's health drugs, issues, mental, like what is it? and it's things. I think that he's fighting some demons that mm -hmm. I honestly tried to help him fight. Right. But when you realize that that's what he's that's those are assigned to him, and he has to want to do better. Like mm -hmm. even with me, I would wake up, I would take like a Percocet thirty, maybe a ten. I was 
Adderall, like all this stuff, all trauma that dog. Stuff? Yeah. I thought I was cool because I said I call myself I was like a functioning functional addict because I could wake up, take a pill, but I was like, oh, I got on my teeth and I don't look like I take like I didn't look, didn't like, look like that. I didn't know everything. Yeah, that gray skin, you know, I ain't look like, hey y'all. Like I, I was still able to perform and stuff like that, but I knew my soul. Mm -hmm. Woo. It was like I was a dead woman walking. Did you say that he actually did punch you? He would never hit me in my face. Mm -hmm. But yeah. What you mean? Punched you away then? But not in the he face. like he do like this, he'll do like bop. Kiss. And what happened was one time my phone called Gilbert Arenas. And he was like, sis, you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm cool. It just so happened that same night, Dynamite had got arrested for an outstanding warrant in Jersey. But my dumb ass was like, well, I'm going to just sit up here. How much it costs for you to get out? It was a $400 ticket you ain't pay. Well, can I just pay it so we could go home? Because I don't want to ride back to Philly for myself. So I was always bailing him out of everything. Mm -hmm. I was always saving him when he was falling down, but nobody was saving me. How did you kick the addiction? Because, you know, I, I've, I've heard so many artists tell me that lately. Meek, Meek was telling me he was yeah. on 10 perks a day. I've heard Tim talk about his oxy addiction. Like, how did you kick your habit? I my manager, you. Wu, he took he took me to my mother's house. He was like, I'm going to take you away from society and literally locked me in the basement mm. and said, you're not coming out until you clean. Literally, the um, when your body goes, what's that called? Withdrawal. 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 Withdrawal right. It felt like my soul left my body and I felt that God had forsaken me. I was just like, just please give me something because you usually people sub out. That's when you take Suboxone or Sublacor, whatever it is, and you sub out. But people get addicted to the right. Suboxone. I went through a whole withdrawal, depression, like this. And I told him, I was just like, I just want to die at this point. I said, make sure my kids is good. Damn. But then, like, a couple of weeks later, because I couldn't eat, I was, yeah, like, vomit up. Mm -hmm. it's, like, it gets to the point your mm -hmm. body is craving right. the opioid, but I couldn't hold nothing on my stomach. So I was like, maybe I should go to the hospital. He was like, nah. They put me in a cold shower. And I was like, oh, my God. It just felt like death. I don't know why the f I allowed myself to go through that. All right, we got more with a little more when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with little Mo. Charlamagne? Did that relationship start off violent or did that something that happened later on? What's crazy is, is it did, but it wasn't with me at first. But he has other children's mothers. So what's crazy was his baby mother would post stuff and be like, yeah, I've never seen a girl want somebody else's kid more than the own mother. I was like, bitch, I got five kids. Ain't nobody think about you like, sis, like, this shit is real. Mm -hmm. But after she found out that we broke up, she literally contacted me and was just like, I'm so proud of you. Because she was like, I know personally what you was going through. And then she told me, she was like, I never wanted you to think that I was crazy. But I was trying to tell you, like, this is not who y'all think he is. Right. I believe the reason why he is the way he is is because he was raised on survival, not love. That, that's real, too. Like, mm -hmm. you have to hug your kids. You that's have to tell them you love them. You have to be in their life. Right. You have to go to their school. You have to support your children. Mm -hmm. So as as hectic as everyone's life is, you have to do that. Now we have FaceTime and we have so much. There's no excuse. Right. So it's just like, and then my um, daughter was like, he, yeah, he be posting on social media. So, well, the reason why I'm this way is because my dad, like, I, that's what I saw. And I'm just like, I've never seen my parents argue. I've never heard my dad curse. I've never seen my mom try to fight my dad. I've never seen, like, it's certain things I've never seen. So when I started accepting it, I was like, nah, what the f going on? Nah, this this is not right. Right. And I knew it wasn't, but I was so embarrassed. So his, his, his father have, used to beat on his mom. I, I, that's what he said. Yeah. So he was like, his dad was, you know, absent and his mom didn't let them see the dad that she had a boy it was all this stuff but the stories that i was getting like 
how they basically lived in poverty. But a lot of people that usually live beneath whatever the standard is, they want to grow up and be the best. Mm. Like, look right. at everybody who's like, yo, I was in poverty. Like, I remember we used yeah. to wear each other clothes and sneakers, and you use that to fuel your future. But he was using that to fund these bitches. Like, when I found out that was paying bitches rent, what you mean? But you're not even helping with ours? That's crazy. That's crazy. When's and that's the last time you spoke? Have you spoke recently or no? I haven't spoken to him since last year, like March. So did the people around you know something was going on? Were people like, you need to leave him? Or was this something that you were dealing with and you weren't telling anyone? I was dealing with and not telling anyone. My sister knew. My sister called me one day and she was like, you got to snap out of it. She was like, I know, I know nobody can't tell you what to do. But she was like, you cannot possibly love this this much. When my sister said that, I was just like, you're right. She was like, you don't see what's going on? I was like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Were you depressed before this relationship? Like, were you did you were you dabbling with the pills before this? Yeah. Okay. But so, so it was something else before this that was, was causing it the depression. It got heavy uh, the last three years in Philly. What was it? Between my marriage, I'm up here trying to do these shows, and I, I saw like everything that was hitting the internet. I was like, here we go again, bitch. You done been married three times. Like these, like what is up with your? spirit and soul that you keep on attracting just worse and worse. But I always be feeling like, oh, I could save this Right. Watch this, I'm going to level them up. But you start leveling people up and they start thinking, I don't know who they start thinking they are, but I'm not, like, I... You can't sacrifice yourself to level you someone else up. Not, not no more. You said a bar. What'd you say? You say survival and love. What was that bar? Some people are raised off survival and some people are raised off love. See, if you're raised off love, you know how to survive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you're raised off survival, you might not know mm-hmm. how to love. But it right. sounds like when you was getting in all those relationships, you was just trying to survive too. Facts. Mm. And you know what? It's crazy because everything that I, not hated, but that I said I wasn't going to be growing up, like I was like, I'm going to get married, I'm going to have kids. So I was thinking, oh, okay, well, this is my husband and this is my children's father, so at least they won't be bastards. But now, And I'm not going to be no single mother, but look, bitch, a single mother of five. Was it for protection? Because I, I always thought... What's wrong with Mo, man? It's, it's, it's real. It is real, but you make everything I sound so comedic. It was for protection. <laughs> okay. How did you explain to your kids? They knew it was up. Mm-hmm. They used to see it. My sister said my um, kids was playing... One day, and my he's gonna be eight, but my son Jonah, he was like, "Hey, is that a perk?" And I was like, "Oh, f- that, Damn. nah." And with all of these young mm-hmm. artists that are dying from addiction, mm-hmm. that was uh, another thing too. Is I had a scare, like almost an overdose, and I was like, "Yo, what happened? What's an almost like, an overdose?" When somebody tell you sell you a fake pill, mm. oh, wow. and you just like, oh, "Wait wow. a minute, this don't feel right." Yeah. Like, something is wrong, and then you have to keep on trying to drink water and detox and, like, try to get it out your system. And our man was like, please, God, don't let me die. And I know God probably be like, here she go again, asking me not to let her die when she did this to herself. Mm, like, right. it gets too redundant. Like, you, it has to get to a point where you get sick of your own shit. Yeah, word up. And now look at me. Everybody swear I'm with the Bitch, I know you have went over to the Dominican Republic and got your body done, and bitch, I know you got so I said, no, I didn't. Know about you. Thank you. You've been. I've seen you talking about your glow. Like, why do you feel like you going to? Because honestly, I'm woman enough to admit that maybe he was a bad guy to me, mm. but maybe I was the toxic one to him. Mm. Because I aided and abetted everything. When he caught the gun charge, I was right there. I was like, Yo, y'all gotta let him out of jail. I called the jail. What time he get out? Cause we gotta go to Fab's birthday party. <laughs> oh my God! Why y'all laughing? Fab's Dead ass. Party. Yes, he got locked up on November seventeenth, oh. and we had to go to party the, the year when we dressed up in the um, Islamic garb. Islamic garb, right in the city. I was yeah. like, we have to go. He got arrested. Yeah, your outfit ready. Yes. Are and you they guys, let him out. You are you guys that... officially divorced now, or you still have yes, to go? Yes, because that? and the reason why it was rapidly put through because in Maryland, 
cruelty is immediate ground. Wow. Yeah. Do you think wow. that your lifestyle, like you being in the industry and wanting to do stuff like go to fast parties, do you think him trying to keep up with that is what made him maybe fall back from the boxing? Maybe he wasn't focused on boxing the way I he think should? He got, I think he got addicted to the limelight. Because then we doing these shows and people's walking up to him. Oh, that's a guy from Love and Hip Hop. They didn't recognize or remember him from boxing at all. Right. So I think that image that he had portrayed and, and put out there, like he just started becoming the character and the monster that I created. What, why did he stop boxing? Was it injury? That's what he said. No, it was. I don't think it was just. It, he did injure himself his hands one time, but that was like in 2015. But there was, there's no excuse. There's none that I could think of. I honestly think that because he was boxing at such a young age, like they had him in the gym at three, I believe that he got tired of it or whatever the case may be. He just didn't have the love for it or no more. Like even Danny Garcia was like, yo, like I'll sign him to, he ain't want to do that. Are you really getting the help you need more? Like have you really done some real healing? Or are yeah. you just getting back to work? To get your no, mind off of everything I've had some else. real healing. Okay. But it's not, it just don't take like, oh, five sessions. Right. You have to, it's, mm -hmm. it's a constant So you went thing. to therapy and all that yes. stuff? Like, okay. But there's still more things I have to get out of my system because it's like, I still have issues that I'm, like, there's still things that I deal with. Mainly, I think I need to get into anger management. Has your therapist me. helped you get to the root of what your trauma is, though? The root, I'm going to tell you what the root of my trauma is. A lot of people don't admit it, but PTSD. And as great as I grew up, you would never think parents been married, what, 40-some years, grew up in church, perfect attendance, all of this. You wouldn't know that at the age of four to, like, the age of eight, like, I was molested. Mm -hmm. That So, it's like... My family member? No. It was somebody from my church, and he molested me, and he molested my sister. Mm. And it was, like, to the point where I was just like, well, just don't molest my sister. If you're gonna do just you, might as well just do that to me. But it's like... Even with all of that, I I protect men, and it's like the ones I'm protecting be the ones that hurt, hurt me the most. Right. Yeah, Bishop T.D. Jakes told me one time because I got molested when I was eight, and he said, "Damn." That, yeah, he said that when you have been molested, you don't you don't ever feel worthy. People who have been fondled when they're little always feel unworthy. Mm. They always feel used in some way, and that lingering effect stays in your life of being somebody's toy and you don't feel real, you feel like a toy on the shelf. Mm. But you're real. People don't get there by wishing, and they don't get there by work. You have to have some sort of gift or charisma or a thing about you that causes people to want to hear you. I saw that, yeah, and I yeah. cried. You know why? I know I'm good enough, but I never felt appreciated mm -hmm. or worthy. Worthy, word. Till now. Good, that's great. You've gotten to worthy? I'm right below it. All right, we got more with Little Mo. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Little Mo. Yee. So, Little Mo, you and Jessica Dime have this joint project coming out, Thelma and Louise. How did y'all come up with that? With Dime, the way we came up with Thelma and Louise was just like, she lived in the marriage boot camp house, so she yeah. saw what was going on. Yeah. Right. We did that together. That right. was an experience. The yeah. Purge House. The Purge House, because you had to purge in that bitch. Like... So it that show really did help you. Yeah. It helped me. Mm -hmm. It helped me too. Okay. It helped me yeah. too. People went to, I guess, to help with their marriages. Mm -hmm. But honestly, when the doctors put me to the side, I was like, it's not going to help for your marriage. At least let it work for you. Like, mm -hmm. we're real doctors. Get all this free work. Right. You feel me? <laughs> we got right. And what's crazy is, is that after it was 
over, like literally a week later, I was like, oh, uh, Dr. Ish, I'm not with him no more. I'm the kid. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, and he was just like, I knew it, and now you're going to glow, Mo. Mm. And everybody just kept on saying, you're going to glow. And nobody never wants to tell nobody, like, uh, you need to leave that person. But it's just like, listen, if it's not beneficial or right. if it's not what marriage is supposed to be, not just being with mm-hmm. each other, like right. companionship, like everything. A marriage is not just what oh, I do and he get to do what he want to do and I don't get to do nothing. No. People act right. like you got to be a ride or die woman, right? They act mm-hmm. like I got to put up with whatever he does and if I don't accept that and forgive him, then I'm not a, a good, good person. Yeah, I'm not you a know good what? wife. I, I, read something, I read something the other day. Uh, somebody posted, they said, ask a man what type of woman he wants and I bet you it's a description of a slave. Mm. Damn. Wow. A woman that stays in the well. house, cooks, washes the kids. You won't get and that. And so I was here. just like, no, this is a new age of women. We don't mind working, and we don't mind dealing with a little bull here and there. But when you start protecting these bitches more than you protecting me, you protecting their identity. But they're stalking me, and I'm like, yo, this is drawing, and you're not doing nothing about it. Now we have a problem. Right. You don't never let nothing come in between your household. Absolutely. Ever. I, I agree with you. I don't like when people say that about women, though. Like if they're if, if they're a domesticated woman, and that's what they choose to do, if they want to. I'm domesticated as. Yeah, like, they I bleach and cook and clean. I'm domesticated, a slave. too, but at the same time, I still want to be able to go out and work and do what I need to do. Because you had just had your daughter when we did when marriage we did boot marriage boot And camp. I was just like... I was wait, so depressed she, in that that's house. That's what I was about to say. Like, that postpartum, postpartum depression, I was just like, yeah. Yes, I was depressed in the house. My baby came. They let her come one time. Yeah. She cried the entire time. I said, time. It was a she spirit in that stop house. Crying. Wait, you could only see the baby one time? Yes. One time, they let her come one time, and she cried the entire time. From wow. the time she came in the house... Ain't no TV, I no had radio. I Nothing she in there, so long. no contact. That's why. Really? And Mo was. I think you felt bad for me because I was just like, oh my baby, like, oh my god, did she forget who I am? How long were y'all in the house? Like sixteen days. But before we got to that house, that was another thing. We had to stay in a hotel for two days, and you could Nothing. be sitting in there, and then they'll just come. Hey, we need you to come. <laughs> And so, I'm like, hold on, who else gonna be on this show with me? Because yeah. I don't know, I might have to, you know, I might have to put Dog like, walk a hoe. Yeah. <laughs> on site. <laughs> and they just like, well, we don't want you to leave out your room because we don't want people to, you to know who else is here. I'm like, man, f all that. Like, I'm going crazy here, but I had to sneak in the bathroom one time and call because that's the first time he's acting like he was gonna spit on me. Oh, and that room, no. so I was, at first, I was like, why did I even go do this? I was like, no, I'm pushed through. So on our ride, when they came and get us before we got in the Lambo, mm-hmm. whatever they had for us, when we was on the ride there, he gonna tell the girl, tell about something. Oh, don't want mind us. This is how we communicate. Oh, I said, no. bitch, no, it's not. See? But right. they wanted you to say stuff so they can try to fix it. And they was right. like, you can try to hide all you want. Like, you literally walk past There's the cameras room, everywhere. Cameras everywhere. Remember all them TVs? And you're like, these motherfuckers really just watching us. Yes. And they had saw stuff numerous times, but they was like, Mo, we think, um, is there anything you want to work on your mask? I was like, nah, it's cool. I just want to make sure that I'm doing my due diligence and I'm, you know, I'm being loyal. It's just like, because we've seen some things. Loyal that we to might. what, though? And they, right. You're right. <laughs> what are you being loyal to? You right. They could have been. Idea, Wait, they, but the, the idea crazy thing about like, that goes be to show him. you could. That, that's yeah. what they you being loyal to the idea of right. I'm like, how you in the middle of nowhere, you face a yo, you love me. Bitch, your wife upstairs, he was supposed to be going to make me some cereal. So the same bitch, oh, he beat her up, too. Mm. Beat the who bitch, up? The girl that was on FaceTime. So if you don't know, on the show, he went downstairs. Oh. They don't, if people don't know. He was the, supposed to be making show, me a bowl of cereal. Right. And then he calls on, Got FaceTime, on FaceTime in the kitchen. I was like, this, he on wanted to get caught, though. Because everybody knew that yes, camera was there. Everybody knew that, that behind that door was where they kept the Wi-Fi. I don't think he wanted to get caught. I think he just didn't know how serious it was and how much they are he watching. Was his, he got he caught. He was on FaceTime, and he called a girl. He was like, yo, tell me you love tell me. Tell me you love me. And she was like, um, is anybody around? Nah, tell me you love me. She was like, I love you. He was like, all right, and then hung up. Then came upstairs with my cereal. So I was like, 
me not knowing what's going on. So when I had to watch it that week, like I was just like, I know who that is. And you said he beat her up. Like he robbed her uh, at gunpoint, took her car, punched in the ribs, smacked in the face. Like he was locked up for like uh, October 1st through the 17th. They just withdrew the case because in Pennsylvania, you have to go to court three times before they give you a temporary PFA. So she didn't tell, but I got the police report. So <laughs> that abuse Good thing, but, but they, because when they pull up his name, they thought that was about me. And I was like, no, 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 that's not me. No, no, that whole time I ain't never cheated. That's why I'm pissed, for real. Stassi. I ain't never cheated. Yeah, Let's talk about setting off now. Well, how, okay. do break, how do we break these generational curses? Though? But what? that don't run in what, my what, family. What, 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 so but not even just with you, with him. Like they ain't got nothing to do with me no that's more. The, that's the father of your children. And he has my to want to get help. That's what like, I'm saying. Like, like how do we get that brother some help? I don't know. I got nothing to do with it. Sorry, Even in the house, it was weird because we used to have our little things where we have to all sit there, and I just. Look at him, and he'll just be like, and I'll be like, "You are nodding off." You thought he told my Austin naproxen, and the doctor said, "No, naproxen doesn't make you nod off. That is either narcotic or opioid." And I said, "Doc, I'm gonna just let you know. Yes, I've snuck perks up here." Mm-hmm. So y'all was on perks. Y'all was both. What? How you gonna survive in the house without a perk? And you well, know I didn't weed have we a smoke? perk. <laughs> well, I did. I had weed, weed though. You don't do no, I smoke weed. You still smoke yeah. weed. I have to for my anxiety. So did y'all decide in the weed. house to do the project together, or did it happen after? We was gonna do something that man. We but we had. They had a fake studio, and then we was like, oh, <laughs> shit, we about to be recording and have a Lies. nighttime soldier boy. We was like, you gonna do the track, and they ain't have nothing there, no speaker, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> so we was just like, we gonna work, but. Dom is a person. She was like, don't say we're going to work, and, and then we're not going to work. Because I'm a con. I'm yeah. trying to find you. Don't so, lie to me. I want to know. So tell, tell us about this Thelma and Louise project now. When, tell us about this project. Well, we got a song. Matter of fact, I said We're going to play it. We're going to play it now. We, we got I guess it. I said the clean one. Thelma and Louise was a... a and you a, a, said it's not mixed and mastered, though. Yeah, I didn't say that you freaking it's liar. It's me. I'm about to say, well, well, let me check my email. <laughs> <laughs> my engineer, my engineer. I was like, Ma, we not playing. We not gonna do this. No, but we today. did. <laughs> we actually doing some. This is a different approach for me mm-hmm. and me. So I'm Thelma, and that that would be Louise. I'm Thelma B. Turt. That's Louise B. Lit. Cause we at the end of the day it was just like my personality is always big, but the approach we're taking is more. I, w- I call it pop culture, the power of the culture. Like, yes. we're telling these, like, a lot of these women, I feel that they're, uh, what is it's the word? It's, it's almost like it's silent prostitution. Okay. It's just like, y'all selling this much, but you you don't have nowhere to sleep at night, sis. <laughs> Can we hear something from, from y'all right now? Play Drop It Low. You play Drop It Low. Drop It Low. Yeah, put that on him. It's like a man with a cat on his lap. You just said there's too much <laughs> being put no, on I faces. No, I said people are selling it. Okay, okay. Now we're going to show you how to reinvent it. <laughs> oh, so, so this is like proper management. Yes. Proper management. Because got I, I would be the first to say that I mismanage mine. Like, look who my baby fathers are. All these mother athletes, <laughs> entrepreneurs, and execs I was around. I got babies by and married Don't that do sweet. that, Mo. Like, I'm mad at my vagina. Scream at <laughs> Sometimes you gotta scream. No, I did the vagina monologue, so you gotta yell at that thing. Bitch, what is wrong with you? So what's up? So what is wrong with you? You gotta get it back. Drop it low. Put that on your nose. Thelma Louise, Lou, Phil, Jessica, Dom. Let's go. Let's get it. Bitch, you know what's going on? You know what's going on, bitch. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. All the guys. The rumor report. With Angela Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, in case you're wondering what's going on with Boosie Badass and Webby, the two of them haven't done any music together for like the past three and a half years. They don't have any beef. 
They're just not lined up right now. Here's what happened when Vlad asked Boosie about that. I ain't got no beef with Webby. Yeah, nah. I could never beef with Webby. How come we don't see Boosie and Webby together no more, though? It ain't me, dog. It ain't me, dog. We just don't see eye to eye with some shit, dog. Like, you know, it ain't me. You know, I still love him. I just, you know, like, I got to keep going. You know, I'm a, I'm a train, dog. We just got to get on the same page, dog. We gotta, when I get pissed off, I get pissed off. But I, I, I love that it's not like they just need to have a conversation. That's and then all. Webby posted, mm-hmm. A1 since day one. It's a negative world, bruh. People enjoy negative energy way more than positive energy. If me and B was fighting on this pick, I bet it would get millions of views and likes. But since it's another pick of us having a good time, enjoying life, let's see what it does. Crazy world, bruh. I will always appreciate Webby. Webby has provided some great Breakfast Club interviews. Yes. Classic material. If you ever want a little chuckle, just go Google Webby in the Breakfast Club and go back and watch some of those interviews. Hilarious. All right, Rob Kardashian. He wants to get uh, joint custody taken from Black China, he is claiming that she is a danger. So he says that her, that dream, their daughter's behavior has changed for the worse, along with her personal hygiene, because of Black China's parenting. He says that dream started naked twerking and acting out sexual positions that she uh, said her mom taught her. He said his daughter arrives to him with messy hair, dirty teeth, and dirty nails. And also, Dream has a potty mouth now. She says, a bitch, and what the F? And these are not terms that she hears at his home. Yeah, right. We watched the reality show. We hear the cursing that goes on in yeah, the Kardashian household. Yeah, didn't the Kardashians curse at their mom and say all kinds of crazy things to their mom in past episodes? Yeah, her, her, her aunt got a whole sex tape out here. What you talking about? Now, Khloe Kardashian also says because she's added to this too she's noticed a behavioral change in dream at her play dates with her cousins uh chloe says when dream first gets back first gets back from being with china she's more in defense mode and is decidedly more aggressive and also got physical with another kid in the gymnastics class last month kardashian jenna's what makes y'all think y'all saints like people have been watching y'all antics on television for years you don't think that has no influence on that young woman well, we'll see what happens, but I guess for whatever reason, he's saying he's concerned now. Uh, Black China, in the meantime, has not commented on this whole situation as of yet. But the personal hygiene is the part that would piss me off as a parent. Don't, don't tell me my child stink or dirty now. Those are that now. Now we got to now we have to might have to see them hands. But the one thing that uh, Black China did do was right after this story broke, go on social media and she put "nice try." And then she posted a Fashion Nova ad with it. Listen, tell me my child bad. Tell me, tell me my child don't know how to yeah, act. Yeah, don't tell don't me tell my child, child stinking dirty. Yeah. All right, now Rob Kardashian also is considering going to a weight loss camp because he does want to be healthier for his daughter. He's still fat. I thought he, he lost all According to people, he's thinking about trying an intensive weight loss program. They said he was doing better toward the end of last year with his weight. He knows it's mostly a food issue, and he really is trying to be healthier. And he was uh, partly inspired by his siblings, Courtney, Kim, and Chloe. They're always working out, thinking about what they eat. He wants this year to be the year when he takes care of himself. I ain't going to front. When he was with Black China, he lost a lot of weight, though. She had him working out. Yeah, what is, what's his hygiene like? What does it smell like under them titties, Rob? All right. <laughs> well, he's been jerk. going up and down I in weight, you, yeah. so it's been a difficult time for him, and clearly he's <laughs> going through it. All right, now let's talk about yeah. Hustlers, the movie. That might be coming to Broadway. Did y'all see Hustlers? I saw it. You seen it, Charlamagne? How was it, No, it's a really good movie, and it's, you know, there's a lot of issues with Hustlers because I'll tell you about that in a second, but it was great. I watched it on the plane. Okay. And I really enjoyed it. I got to watch it. And so anyway, when asked about whether or not this is actually going to be coming to Broadway, Hustlers director Lorraine Scafaria told Variety this. Where are you at with the Broadway musical of Hustlers? We're just starting, but... Did I you ha- ever think? I, I said it to them a few months ago that I thought that would be a good idea. Uh-huh. That's all. So are you writing a script? 
I I am trying. But music-wise, is it going to be original, or we're going to bring in all that fun, older music? I think you can have a little bit of a mix. It's going to depend what Usher lets us do. <laughs> what, what does Usher have to do with this? Um, he's actually in the movie. There's a scene where he's in the strip club. Okay. And has to, so maybe, you know. Gotcha. She's real cool with him. But the woman who was the inspiration for J-Lo's character in Hustlers is suing the production company, saying that they used her likeness and her story without permission, and they also defamed her in the process. Samantha Barbashi saying in her suit, producers approached her to get her consent. She turned her thumbs down, and they went ahead and did it without her anyway. So she's suing for $40 million. Eek. And that's not directly J-Lo, but the whole production company mm-hmm. and everything. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? I need all my brown brothers and sisters to gather around the radio, uh, the Latino community, because I'm going to need your help with this one. Um, but there's a Hispanic TV reporter named Nat- Nat- Natalia Esquerdo. How do you pronounce that, Drum? Esquerdo. Drum's Puerto Rican. I got to see how it's written. E S C U D E R O. Look, right here. What? Where is it? Natalia Escudero? Escudero. Escudero. Natalia Escudero. That's that's why I need. I'm going to lean on drum heavy for this one. And I need the Spanish community to gather around, the Latino community to gather around. Uh, We'll talk about Natalia what? Escudero. 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 Four after the hour. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Do you have tickets or accidents on your driving record? Are you having a hard time getting auto coverage? At the General Insurance, don't worry about that stuff. The General will cover you when other insurance providers won't. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com today. Some restrictions apply. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, ex-Jungleman. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed place. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. Ah. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Well, Donkey of the Day for Wednesday, January 8th, goes to a TV reporter named Natalia Escudero. 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 Oh, my Escudero. goodness. Roll the R, man. Roll the R. Roll the R. Roll the R. That's what he means. Natalia Escudero. Now, if you watch The Breakfast Club on YouTube or see us on Revolt TV, then you know there's a young man who looks like he's from Iraq or Iran sitting by DJ Envy. Uh, no need to be afraid for any of us because that man's name is DJ Dramos. All right? Don't let the beard make you think he's some type of terrorist. The guy is harmless, and he happens to uh, be Puerto Rican, right? Yep. Yeah, so I'm going to lean on him heavy for this one. Uh, now, today's donkey of the day, I'm sure the Latino community will appreciate more because they can understand what's going on. Even though Spanish is a second language to so many people here in America, okay, my four-year-old gets taught Spanish in pre-K. I do remember being younger and going to Memager Elementary in Charleston, South Carolina. Drop on a clue bombs from Memager Elementary. I don't even know if Memager's still open, but uh, they had us in a special class where they gave us a choice of learning Spanish or French, but it wasn't like we... I knew how to speak it fluently, and I clearly didn't retain any of any of that education because the only thing I know how to speak fluently is pure nigga. But enough about me. Uh, Natalia Escudero. 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 She is listed as a Spanish TV reporter, and over the holidays she was covering Spain's annual Christmas lottery called El Gordo. 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 I think I know what that means. Drum, what does El Gordo mean? Fat. Grab Envy's mic. Hey, yo. Fat. <laughs> fat. The, the big one. The fat one, right? The big one. Yeah, literal is the fat one. Yeah. yeah, I heard Envy muttering that under his breath yesterday after he received the mold of my ass, but that's <laughs> oh another goodness. conversation. Now, El Gordo 
is a state-run lottery with the world's richest draw, boasting 2.24 billion euros, which is about 2.43 billion U.S. dollars. Nearly 15,000 people can have a winning amount that pays different amounts, according to the travel website Barcelona Yellow. The winning number this year was 26590, and Natalia was one of the lucky ticket holders to have the correct number for a prize worth 400,000 euros, which is $444,000 for each ticket, okay? But the prize money can be split multiple ways. Uh, clearly, nobody told Natalia this. And what happened next is exactly why you don't eat your empanadas before they are cooked. Now, this is where I need a translator. All my Spanish-speaking folks will know exactly what happened because they understand Spanish. The rest of us have to rely on myself and DJ Dramos to translate for you, okay? Let's Let's go to RTVE for the report, please. Now, Dramos, translate what you just heard. Okay, so uh, she's celebrating that she won. She's got the lady with her that sold her the ticket. Okay. Uh, they're asking her if she's going to go to work tomorrow. She says, no, 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 no. She's not going to work. Okay. I think she got champagne in her eye. Uh, it's, it's a whole big, big thing. Okay, you're, you're right, because I was I was reading, and they said what happened was Natalia looked into the camera and said, I'm not going in tomorrow. She wagged her finger in front of the camera and said, Natalia doesn't work tomorrow. Her colleagues at the station didn't know she had won. Natalia jumped up and down in excitement. She screamed out, it's true, it's not the truth. Truman Show. Now, if you don't know what the Truman Show is, it's the Jim Carrey movie where his character discovers his life is a, a televised situation. So she's trying to say this is real. Uh, the crowd is jumping up and down. They are popping bottles of champagne. They're spraying champagne like they just won the NBA championship. Natalia pulled the woman who sold her the ticket uh, towards her and kissed her on the cheek as the champagne continued to spray. Natalia even repeated her lottery number, and she said she would never forget it. And here's the thing. After quitting her job live on air because she thought she had won this huge jackpot, <laughs> she later learned that her share of this huge jackpot was only 5,000 euros, a.k.a. 5,500 American dollars. I don't even know what that means. Tell me, Drum. What? Oh, God. Oh, okay. Because it's a, a Spanish lottery costs 200 euros, so to make the game easier to enter, people can buy a decimal. What? A decimal? Decimal. A decimal? D-E-C-I-M-O. I don't know what it is, but it's a tenth of a full ticket. All right? Uh, and a tenth of a full ticket is 20 euros. So the ticket Natalia bought was only a tenth of a full ticket's share of the prize. That's why she only got $5,500. And this she can is, still take that one day off the next day. Nah, she, well, she, she, she quit. quit. She oh. quit. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, members of the public and Spanish media accused her of being unprofessional and lying to viewers. She apologized to anyone who felt deceived by her <laughs> viewers, and she tweeted an apology for anyone who felt deceived by her reaction. Uh, this, my friends, is why you don't count your chickens until they're roasted and seasoned with adobo. All right? Please give Natalia Escudero. 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 The sweet sounds of the Hamiltons, please. Oh, now you are the donkey <laughs> of the day. You are the donkey of the day. Hee-haw. 
I can see why she would get excited, though, because it translates into 444000 American dollars. And a lot of people have been telling me since 2020, they've been seeing uh, 444 a lot. Not the Jay-Z album, but, you know, when they look at clocks and stuff like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And 444 uh, is a number sequence that lets you know you have nothing to fear. All is as it should be and all is well. And things that you have been working on will be successful and it's an indication that you are surrounded by angels who love and support you and their help is close at hand. So I can understand her being super, super duper excited. Mm. When I see 444, I'm like, damn, I overslept. Mm. 444 in the morning, I'm like, yeah. I should have been up 20 minutes ago. Well, it depends how you look at things. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Mm-hmm. Up next, ask ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye right now. She'll help you out with all your problems. Again, the number's 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Hello, take us on Bluetooth. Hi. Good morning. Good my morning. Name is Trell. Hey, Trell. What's your question for you? So my question to you is: I'm currently separated. I am married, but again, we're separated. We live in completely different households. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have his son. My question is: with his current girlfriend that he has, um, she's younger than me. She's very immature. She just keeps calling my phone texting my phone, um, showing up to my job, basically what? wanting to fight me over a man that I don't no longer want. Like, he left me for her and you're still on my back for whatever reason. Oh, my God. Like that, that. That's crazy. Yes. <laughs> well, first of all, it sounds like he needs to take care of that, but I would recommend you get a restraining order. It's like, it's hard to want to go through that process because like, I want him to have the, what's the word? I want him to have the ability to be able to see his son, but he's so busy chasing behind this girl and then it's the issue with the girls it's like a, b- a bunch of drama that i'm just tired of going through Trail, listen i'm gonna tell you this if somebody is messing around coming up to my job and showing up at my job that's harassment right and you don't yeah, want a situation right. where y'all get into a physical altercation and now you're in trouble well, I'm not, I'm not fighting no bitch. I'm stabbing bitches at this point. But okay, see, like, ah. okay, trial now. See what I mean? Now, this is why I'm telling you you need a restraining order. That way she can't come <laughs> anywhere near you. And if there is some type of altercation, she'll be the one that gets arrested, not you. And then what the crazy part with that being said is, boom. Okay, let's say I go to the police about this. She knows where I live. It's been multiple occasions where I've caught this bitch outside, excuse me, this female outside my house about to bust the window to my car. And as soon as I come outside, she runs back in her car. And, like, I, talk, I tell the police, and the police is like, okay, if she's not on the property, there's nothing that we can do. I'm telling you right now, get that restraining order. You have cameras outside your house? No, but they are coming in the mail. Okay, get them cameras outside the house so that way next time she does anything, you have it on camera, you have the evidence, and she will go to right. jail. Thank you so much, Angela Lee. I, I love you guys. Thank you so much. Hi, Charlamagne. Peace, baby. How are you? I'm good. I'm from Charleston, too, by the way, so shout out to 843, a Geechee queen on the line. I'm just hoping she don't malt. stab nobody. What's happening? What's happening? Box you in the moat. That's the only thing I know. Geechee. Box you in your moat now. All right. See? Good luck to Trout. Box Damn. you in your moat and stab a bitch. <laughs> 800-585-1051. Ask ye. Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask ye. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? 
Hi, my name's Alexis. Hey, what's your question How for you? Doing? Hey, Alexis. Hey, so um, basically, I have a guy friend, and um, I found out uh, probably a couple months ago that he was going to his baby mama's house and sleeping there, mm. and he said that his baby mama wouldn't be there. Um, but he said that he was doing it for the kids. Um, mind you, yes, he doesn't have his own place. He stays with his grandma, which what? I guess is, is pretty bad. But um, he told me that it was for the kids, and he also said that he wasn't going to do it anymore. But um, I recently had followed him when he left one day, and he was going there. Alexis. Uh, and he said, no. <laughs> you hear how this sounds, Alexis? You had to follow your man because you don't believe him. I know, I know. At this point, I'm going to have to say, first of all, let's break this down. He's lying to you, right? Got caught lying, still continues to lie and do what he's doing, and is staying at his baby mother's house, and still lives with his grandmother. Right. Alexis, what are you doing? <laughs> it was just a, a thing like we were friends for a long time and then I, you know I kind of accepted because I was doing some crazy stuff too but <laughs> like I just felt like that was just the end the breaking point so okay but you know he's still messing with his baby mom right see I said the same thing and she had called me I guess she had her call me like and tell tell me like I'm not at house i don't want him like i have a boyfriend and i leave because he doesn't have a place basically to take the kids well so why doesn't why can't he get his own place that i i say the same thing and i really have no idea and then i even tell him because i have a son of my own i'm like dude you can come and bring your kids they're all like around the same age like you can bring them and we can like you feel me go and do stuff with the kids or like they can spend the night in my son's room whatever but I don't know like it's just kind of I just wanted to make sure I made the right decision and saying like I'm cool on you yeah you know what regardless of all that being with somebody who lies to you is no bueno that's it you a liar okay. continually right and I'm a Libra so like loyalty and not lying is like number one on the list alright um, well act like a Libra <laughs> right, I already did. I just wanted to make sure I was uh, making the right decision. All right, Alexis, no problem. All right, ask ye, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, hit ye now. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about little Wayne. The rumor is that he's engaged. We'll give you some details. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, um, happy birthday and a shout to my brother DJ Clue. Today is Clue's birthday. Oh, happy, happy birthday, birthday. Clue. Drop one of Clue's Capricorn season. For DJ Clue. Every year me and Clue say we're going to do a birthday party together, and it never happens. If you're into True Blood or things like that, then I would say that Clue is DJ Envy's maker. Um, if Clue was a gremlin, Envy would have popped off uh, a legend named Foxy Brown called Envy, called Envy Little Clue. I ain't mad at Little that. DJ Along with Clue. Lil' Fish. What do you call them? Little fish? Fishy something. But yeah, that's it. Yeah, Little fish. Clue. I know she said fish ass something. But uh, anyway. You know what, though? I was, I was debating, not debating, but me and somebody was having a conversation about that. And I said that there's nothing wrong with somebody saying your little clue because you are the student uh -huh. who became 
as big as the teacher. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. I have like, no problem with that. Yeah, you, you, he, I show how much clue. He gave you the game, and you carved out your own lane and, Absolutely. you know, became DJ Fish. Uh, what were they used to call you? They used to call me DJ Shrimp. Shrimp. Right? There you DJ go. I know some type of seafood. It was Shrimp, sir. Yes. I'm envy. DJ Red Snap. Yeah, but shout out to Clue, man. Happy birthday to boy Clue. <laughs> now let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Antonio Brown. He ain't no Brown. boy now. He's 57 years old. Don't call that man no boy. He's not no 57, man. Stop it, man. <laughs> Happy birthday, Shout out to my bro Clue. Call that man a boy. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, would you want to see this fight, Antonio Brown versus Logan Paul? Logan Paul is calling out Antonio Brown, and he said, Antonio Brown, I want to F you up. Wow. He said, I'll drop you faster than the Patriots. And Antonio Brown says, square up. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I subscribe to the Zone app, the Zone app, because I'm a boxing fan. Mm-hmm. I saw Logan Paul fight like maybe a, a month and a half ago on the Zone. The white boy got squabbles. He can fight. I mean, he, he was boxing. Yeah, he does want to do MMA. He's been actually interested in taking more fights in boxing and MMA, and he's been training like crazy ever since. So he's done two fights so far, but people are impressed with his fighting. I'm still betting on black. Well, in this case, brown. But, you know, All right, we now, got it. Black, brown. Tommy Lee from Love & Hip Hop Atlanta has her own show. According to the Jasmine brand, they exclusively have reported that she has gotten it. There's not a lot of details right now, but it's not going to be on VH1 or WeTV. Other outlets have reported that, but she does have a non-scripted show that's going to focus on her personal and professional life. You guys remember that Tommy Lee was up here on The Breakfast Club. And she was basically talking about all the issues she had, you know, having to go to jail after pleading guilty to five charges and the issue with her child abuse case and all of that. So she came up here and explained that all. All right. Now let's talk about Regina King. She has a directorial debut, One Night in Miami. So congratulations to Regina King. This is her first movie that she's directing. It's a love letter to black manhood that powerfully explores themes of race, identity, and friendship. She said each of them have contributed so much to culture and history. We're so excited to have Kingsley, Eli, Aldis, and Leslie in the lead roles, showing a different side of these iconic men. So it should be... a uh, a good one to see. It's about an epic night that Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, and Jim Brown partied after Ali beats Sonny Liston. Dope. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely interested in something like that. All right, Little Wayne. Is he getting married? There's some engagement rumors. Now, we know before he was engaged to Dea, but apparently, according to what it looks like on social media, he has a new woman, and she is a plus-size model, Leticia Thomas. So there's been these rumors flying around for months. He's been linked to her for a minute. They've been together. They spent New Year's Eve together with his kids and so on and so forth. So if you ever vote TV, you can see Leticia for yourself. Lil mm-hmm. Wayne can handle all that? And looks like she, you gotta you know, call she's wearing a Big ring. Wayne when you're trying to toss that around now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do some push-ups or something. That's not. The, that's that's definitely not the same girl he was with before, right? They no, look it's similar. Not, not. Oh, they look similar. This, yeah, actually, people did do a whole side by side and show they do have similar features. So he has a type. All right, Martin Lawrence. He did an interview with GQ magazine and he talked about the sexual harassment lawsuit that Tisha Campbell filed that made him leave the Martin show. He said, uh, they asked him, you did the show for five seasons. How come it ended? And he said, well, how can I say this? It was just time to end. Let's just put it that way. It was just at that time there was some things that was being said. And they asked him, you're talking about Tisha Campbell's lawsuit. And he said, yeah. 
And then GQ said, I saw that you guys have been spending time together recently. Martin Lawrence responded, yeah, because none of that was true. It was a lot of BS. And just whoever said it was, it was BS. They asked, did you guys talk about it? And he said, we don't need to talk about something that just didn't happen. So I just decided to walk away from the show. I just decided to end it. People said that I got canceled, but that wasn't the case. I decided to just leave the show. He then says that he loves um, Tisha Campbell. And he said, I've seen her now, and then and now, now and then, always with nothing but love. I have nothing but love for her, and I always have. Okay. All right. Now, Ray Sherman's brother has been arrested for their stepfather's murder. This was a really tragic story. Now, Ray Sherman's stepfather helped raise him since they were young, and there was a shooting in Mississippi, and police say that Ray Sherman's brother is in custody. So it's Sway Lee and Slim Jim's younger, Slim Jimmy's younger half-brother, Michael Sullivan. He's being held for psychiatric evaluation. They said right now at this point, the 19-year-old is a person of interest in the shooting. They said no one else is being sought in connection with that killing at this point. Mm. Condolences yes. to their family. Right. Really a, a sad situation. And Angie Martinez is back on the air. So she's been out for a couple of months after a tragic car accident. She detailed what happened when she came back to her show yesterday. I was swerving out of the way um, to miss another car, and my car flew over a wall. like a ten, It was like a 10-foot wall, and the car dropped down, straight down. Luckily, I had my seatbelt on. It was the daytime. So the, um, the car was 10 feet in the air. Like Dukes of Hazzard, like in the Get air, flew down here. straight down, yeah, and uh, into some trees. So they had to cut the trees to get me out of the car. And then I've been for the past two months in recovery. To fast forward, I had a fractured vertebrae shattered. The whole vertebrae was like in this one part, L1 shattered. So they had to put something in my back. Uh, drop on the clues, bonds for Angie Damn Martinez. Man, I was horrified when I heard about this because at first they didn't know what was going to happen. So I'm really happy that Angie is back at work, that she is okay. And just happy to have Angie Martinez. Angie is a queen. I adore that woman. She's a radio legend, and I'm glad that she's still here to tell her story. And I can't wait until some production company turns her book, My Voice, into a movie, because that is the 90s story that needs to be told, damn it. I'm sure she's probably working on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Angie Martinez, so good to hear you again and see you again and see that you're in great spirits and that you've taken your time to rehab and slow everything down just to recover. So I'm Angela Yee and that is your Rumor Report. I don't even know why she's rushing back, to be honest with you. She wants to come back to She wants work. to come back. She wanted to come back earlier than this. She Absolutely. wanted to come back before break and everything. You get bored at home sometimes. You just want to work. You you want to do what you, like your, your job. Who? <laughs> Who? Who gets bored at home? You get bored at home. I love being at home. Yeah, but Angie was doing rehab and everything. Like, I'm sure. Get back to the people. She wants yeah, to get out the went, house. She wants to see people, see artists, see her and family. She loves what she I would does. love to know also uh, how similar her and Kevin Hart's situations were. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she talked about that, that yesterday. All right. Well, you can go and uh, actually watch all of that with Angie Martinez. But um, Angie, Daniel, what, what are you trying to say? Room? I don't know Daniel. what he's are doing. Are you telling me, though? check my phone? Oh, I, I, we don't have to do this. Everybody knows we're on the radio live. If you all this sign language don't here, work, waving his arms around. Yeah, oh, you were about to land. I the thought plane. he was doing like this. I'm like, look now, we did. I gave him the fake oh, butt yesterday. Goodness. I didn't know what this was. You can't walk all in right. with your thumb going towards your mouth like Chet this. Hanks would say. All right, well, shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Get your request in. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Shout to DJ Clue again. Today's DJ Clue's birthday. Happy birthday to DJ Salute, Clue. Uh, DJ Clue, uh, as, as Foxy Brown calls, NV Little Clue. Yeah, shout to that. Which hey, ain't a bad thing. That's Clue's, not a diss though. Clue's a great mentor, and I mean, you are the student that absolutely would make the mentor proud. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, she could have picked a bum DJ and said, you little him, I'd have been pissed. But yeah, Clue's yeah. a, a legend. Clue's a legend. And shout out to Little Mo and Jessica Dine for coming through today. Little Mo is trending. She trending? She trending? Mm-hmm. Yep. She had a good, solid story, man. You she know did. what I mean? And But, you know, healing is a process. So she got a lot of healing to do as far as, you know, the relationship that she was in with her marriage uh, and, and also as far as drug addiction. Like, all of that is a process. Like, that's not something that you just, you know, you might be doing good today, but tomorrow might be something else. You right? Hey, I also, man, I want to say I feel bad about two things I said on the air yesterday. It's actually been bothering me uh, all night. Like, the energy doesn't feel right. Because I gave donkey of the day yesterday to the guy who uh, killed and ate the young man from Michigan. Yes. Kevin Bacon. And I still stand by that donkey of the day. I, I had genuine concern about people who have last names that sound edible. Because I don't know if the guy was a cannibal or just a mentally ill person who was triggered by the last name Bacon. But I just personally didn't feel like I had the empathy for that situation I sh- that I should have had. And, and nobody complained. I didn't get in any hot water. Just my moral compass after the fact didn't feel right. So I just want to take that energy back and say that I felt like I handled that wrong. So RIP to Kevin Bacon. Condolences to his family. Second, I said yesterday that uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron James could probably beat Shaq and Kobe in a two-on-two matchup. I said you was bugging. I was tripping. Okay. As long as you know. It it wouldn't be no stopping a Shaq in his prime. No. I'm 41 years old. I know better. I don't know why I said that. Why did you say that? I was actually thinking about speed. You know what I'm saying? And about the, you know, I, but I'm like, I'm like, nah, Shaq was very fast in his prime. Was. I, I was tripping yesterday on both those Shaq issues. Shaq was unstoppable. I don't know if you remember. Maybe you always don't remember. I, 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 I do remember, and that's what made me feel bad. But, you know, it's like a two-on-two, like them two on the court. Yeah, Shaq and Kobe would run through LeBron James and, and Anthony Davis. Who so changed I, your mind? Shaq. Um, no, I didn't talk to nobody. I was actually, I actually, uh, I was on YouTube Jackson, last you night, like, um... and I saw, I saw where the conversation started, and I think I saw the jump, and it was Paul Pierce and um, uh, oh, I can't remember the host of the jump's name, but mm-hmm. I, I saw them talking about it, and. When you look at Prime Shaq, it's like AD wouldn't stand a no, chance against Prime Shaq. Shaq. Yeah, yeah, nobody, nobody like LeBron couldn't guard Prime Shaq. And that's exactly either. what no. Shaq said. He said, "Nobody can guard me. Who's gonna stop me?" At his prime, Who's no, nobody, me, nobody could yeah, stop. Shaq. I, mean, I haven't you, seen a, a center that could stop Shaq. But you think about the game now. So I was thinking about. I'm like, I don't think AD would let Shaq post him up. But you it's just choice. like, yeah, all you got, no but, all, but all Kobe would have to do is just keep feeding Shaq down low and There's just no be double dunks team if it's and dunks. Two on two? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nope. And, and they used to have to triple team Shaq. So, so I was tripping yesterday on both those issues. I didn't think them through. So please forgive me for being stupid. G- give me a hee haw. Give me a hee haw for both of those. There you go. Both those things. Give me another one for giving me an ass yesterday. Oh, no, too. no, 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 no. I gave you donkey, and that donkey stands. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Them cheeks stand. When we come back, positive note, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yes, man. Look, I told y'all yesterday about this great book called The Unapologetic Black Guide. Uh, the Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health is by Rita Walker. I love this book. I'm probably going to be quoting it all year long. It doesn't come out until May 1st. But she has this quote that I had to post on Twitter yesterday from the book. But it's so real. Uh, she says you have to be willing to let go of who you want people to think you are. I repeat, be willing to let go of who you want people to think you are. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?